Hey guys! Um, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving break and today we are going to be talking about on Find Your Legacies podcast what it means to be an engineering student. So I got a lot of information if you want to look up more on this website called payscale.com. So the average salary of an engineer is $83,000. There are six very common types of engineer are engineers in the United States, and that is petroleum, general, aerospace, industrial, biomedical, computer, chemical, and civil. So the I believe the top paying is um, a petroleum engineer, and software engineers make about $84,000, which seems to be also one of the highest. Civil engineers, sixty-four. dollars Project engineers, 66,000. Electrical engineers, 71,000. Process engineers, 72,000. Mechanical, 68,000. Um, and engineering jobs are supposed to increase by a million um, by 2025. And I believe it's STEM. Um, STEM professionals make up 20% of the workforce while um, 37% of engineering students switch out. And so there's such this big need, there's gonna be a million jobs by 2025, but you know, a significant amount, about 35% of engineering students switch majors. And it's because they are not prepared for the type of discipline and courses that are required um, to get a degree. So preparation is going to be your best weapon in combating all these science classes and math classes um, that you are going to be required to take. So the good news is, however, over 10,000 engineers voted that they are extremely satisfied working in their field. So I know that you know, engineering is this big umbrella, um, and I think there's 40 different engineering careers and five different sub-disciplines of engineering. However, if the majority of them in this broad spectrum of, you know, what it means to be an engineer are satisfied, I think that that's really great. Um, and maybe good motivation to keep pursuing it in college even when it does become a little bit difficult. Um, so today we're going to be looking at Purdue University, their courses, and you're going to see how similar they are to NC State's courses. NC State is um, top 11% for return on investment um, as an engineering student. It's one of the top engineering schools I know here in North Carolina. Um, when you think being an engineer, you think NC State. So that's why I wanted to talk about it. Um, ooh, before we get into that, 82% um, of engineers are male and only 18% are female. Um, $51,000 is the average email female pay, while $55,000 is the average male pay. So ladies, do not be discouraged. You know, maybe it is very likely that you will be one of, you know, the only female student in your class um, or in one of your college courses for engineering. However, do not let that deter you. Um, I understand, you know, why would I want to be around a bunch of boys, but if you love engineering, um, and you love those classes, do not let the fact that you don't have a lot of representation, um, deter, you know, defer you somewhere else. 
um, where you can't reach your full potential. If you're great at math, you're great at science, you've taken engineering courses, it's something you're interested in, go for it. You know, break that glass ceiling on your own and pave a way for more girls to be engineering students and then eventually engineers and um, just keep doing you. So NC State, the average salary for engineers there are $71,000. But I looked up only mechanical engineering. Um, the reason for that is a lot of high school students that I talk to want to be mechanical engineers. So I figured it would be more beneficial. Plus, I've given you two universities um, that have nothing but engineering, or they have more engineering, but you know, they have a lot of engineering courses and are well known for being engineering schools, as well as payscale.com. Again, to find out more information on pay, statistics, um, companies that can hire that are really well known for engineering um, and kind of that um, career timeline. You know, you start out here at an entry level engineer position, where can that lead to? Payscale um, has kind of that mapped out for you. So I really think that you guys should check it out. So NC State's these are the type of classes that you'll be taking both at Purdue and NC State. So I'm gonna go ahead and assume that a lot of engineering courses are like this, no matter where you're at, no matter where you go. Um, thermodynamics, fluid mechanics, um, dynamics of machines, heat transfers, and then another class at Purdue is called heat and mass transfer. So I'm pretty sure that's the same class. Um, mechanical components, mechanical engineering design, principles of automatic control, design of thermal statistics, linear circuit analytics, um, system model and analysis. I have no idea what any of that means. Um, no clue. Hopefully you have taken some engineering courses. <laughs> but I can't tell you guys. It sounds like a lot. But then that's pretty much when you're in for a mechanical engineer. So that's your specific engineering degree. You will have to take classes your first um, two years, obviously, that's more gen ed. And then your third year as a junior in college will be kind of your entry into engineering um, as a whole. And that you're going to be taking statistics, chemistry, physics, um, those are really hard classes, especially at college level. Um, so be prepared to figure out how you're going to balance um, a really hard math course simultaneously while taking a really hard um, science course. And that is the trick, and that's why people burn out in college so easily. It's not the fact that it's one course that's difficult. It's the fact that you know, you're taking multiple demanding courses at once. Um, and then mix that in with just the culture of college as, you know, partying, um, spending time with friends. You know, there's a lot of leisure that goes on in college that's fun. And one of the great things about the college experience, however, you may also have to work, you know. Um, and so if you're deciding between a job that you need to go to so that, you know, you can have money to buy your food or to have those experiences with your friends, which are important, or studying for, you know, an exam that's coming up next week. And you say, oh, well, that's next week. Let me go to my job. And then before you know it, you're up the night before. 
you know, all night. And that was your only time that you've allotted to study for that exam and you didn't do as well. And you know, this isn't the first time this pattern has happened. So now you have a C in the class and you needed a B in order to go to the next course that's required. So now you have to wait again or, and, and that's kind of the typical pattern of why people experience burnout and not just in engineering in a lot of majors in college. So, um, I think it's a little bit of, the overwhelming culture of fun in college um, mixed with the significant amount of pressure to time manage and to meet these expectations of these courses. So just keep that in mind. Don't sell yourself short. Don't be scared because of that. Just embrace it. If you overcome this challenge and do well, you will be so proud of yourself and you can reach full potential. You just have to know how to. So you will be, again, taking a lot of maths, a lot of sciences, um, and then thermodynamics. So good luck with that. <laughs> I don't know what that is, guys. Don't judge me. So um, let's look. I have some websites pulled up that I'm going to look at. Give me one second. Okay, so I'm going to give you a brief description on kind of the most common types of engineering. So, aerospace engineering is a study of design, construction, and operation of an aircraft. Um, it, this has been broadened and is now... Um, for vehicles as well um, that operate above the Earth's surface. So wing design, structural design, structural requirements, fuel types, um, all of that fun, 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 fun stuff. And it says that the core classes that you will be taking um, include basic engineering theory. That sounds really fun. Um, physics, calculus, um, differential equations, um, and that all lead to the specialized um, um, topics of aerodynamics, wind flow, computer programming, and flight simulation. Flight simulation sounds pretty cool, actually. Um, and you get to conduct your own experience or experiments. So possible careers for an aerospace engineer are... Um, an aerospace engineer, I guess, a test pilot, a lawyer. I don't know how that connects, um, but I know that if you want to be, you're going to have to go to law school, so good luck. Um, flight engineer, an entrepreneur. I don't know if that's like some Tesla vibe. Um, commercial pilot, a college professor, um, an astrophysicist. I think I said that word right. Um, oh, and an astronaut. Be an astronaut. Honestly, not many people can say that they are an astronaut, so I say go for it. Okay, um, chemical engineering is a study of ma um, materials, chemicals, or compounds that um, make processes work or fill production specifications or needs. So it studies the effects of chemicals or compounds on one another and seeks ways to reverse undesirable effects such as pollution. 
that's really important guys another aim is a discovery of new more advanced chemicals or compounds knowledge of the principles of heat transfer flow of fluids filtration processes um, extraction fermentation chemical kinetics um, so these are all but a few of a chemical engineer skills so the classes that you will be taking are physics chemistry but organic and physical organic chemistry oh my gosh i know so many people that took organic chemistry in college and they were dying so they did it though they did it though um mathematics you're gonna have advanced calculus so not 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 calculus but calc calc 2 calc 3 calc 4 um and then you can be let's see oh it says that whenever you get into your more advanced courses that you will have extensive laboratory projects so you'll be a chemical engineer, an environmental engineer, a management consultant, a petroleum engineer, a plant manager, plastics engineer, product designer, production engineer, research chemist, research scientist, and a technical writer. So that's good. All of these are pretty much the same as far as, you know, um, what, what you can be, like a lawyer, a professor, that type of engineer. So... Um, a civil engineer is concerned with the design and construction of dams, bridges, buildings, roads, and water supply systems. So today, the the um, scope of engineering for um, civil engineering has broadened to more complex um, society issues, including housing and pollution control, waste disposal, and water conservation. Um, all of those are so important, especially housing. Um, where housing is placed as far as are they near jobs are they near businesses so that you know people can commute there um, and kind of help break that um, economic barrier so if housing is not near jobs then it's kind of hard to get out of that type of housing um, pollution control and and water um, conservation, waste disposal, those are so important. Um, I mean, that's the future of our, of our, you know, society is, I think it takes like 200 years for a plastic bag to decompose. So shout out to all these civil engineers. Um, electrical engineering is a study of the range of systems that depend upon electricity for their operations from the smallest cell phone to the largest power generator. Um, so you do fiber optic, fiber optics, electronics, computers, communication systems, microcircuits, um, biomedical engineering, magnets and power generation. Um, you can work in aerospace, automobile design, high technology, and education. Um, this is a theoretical and applied type of major. So... You will be taking physics, chemistry, and mathematics through calculus, and your upper-level courses will be circuit theory, electricity, and magnetism, systems analysis, and computer programming for engineers. So, yeah, that sounds hard. Um, let's look at environmental, industrial engineering, because that was one of the most common ones. Um, it's also titled manufacturing engineering and 
It attempts to predict, control, and evaluate the results obtained from manufacturing systems. So it prepares the student to answer these questions. How can we re-engineer today's enterprises for the rigors of tomorrow's economy? I'm pretty sure that's like a car commercial question. How do we make manufacturing and service organizations more adaptable to the continuous need for change? So that's fun. Again, physics, chemistry, calculus, engineering. Um, and then you'll go into more topics like quality management, plant engineering, and facilities design. So you'll do project-based um, group work. So projects, we'll go into a tangent with that. Projects in college are terrible because you are one of the person like one of six people that actually want to do the work i've had two good groups that i was a part of in college the rest of them were terrible and i did everything and i was so mad all the time um maybe in engineering it's different but in business what i got my undergrad in everything was set in group styles um, because the theory is when you get out, you'll be working in groups, obviously in business. And we took classes on, you know, the development of healthy groups and conflict resolution and, you know, what to expect when groups are going through these different phases that they go through from, you know, the beginning phases to now they're in the conflict phase. Now they're, you know, termination, the group is done and, uh, none of that worked or helped um, because people still didn't want to do their work. So the best thing to do is worry about your grade and get things done. And if you need to delegate and tell people what to do, um, then go ahead and do that. Um, some There's going to be one person that like just doesn't show up. So just don't be that person. Don't judge them, but don't join them, you know? Um, so now... Let's look at, and this website that I was getting all this information is called collegeexpress.com, but there's no E for express. So it's got a lot of information. Um, if you like engineering, but you didn't really like a light bulb didn't really go off with kind of the, the ones that I was listing out. Um, I would take a look at that website because like, like we said, there's 40 different types of engineering, um, careers you can have not majors i'm sure there's so many more majors so um again if you like science and if you like math and if you kind of like to put things together and figure out how things work i really feel like engineering is for you um and science and math are so necessary for us to know um it's pretty much how we got to where we are right now so um don't sell yourself short if you're not good at math you know, college has these things called tutors. Um, there's a tutoring place you go to and it's free. So definitely check that out. Uh, I went to tutoring, not for Calc 2, but I did go for calculus. Um, so figure that out. Don't sell yourself short just because you're not good. Um, it's not your strong suit. What you do in your careers and what you should do in your life is not ignore and write off your weaknesses but attempt to fix them that's how you earn respect that's how you grow as an individual next i want to talk about drugs and i know i'm pretty silly but um 
drugs do not care about your race, your gender, your income. Um, drug drugs are the number one equalizer. Um, you know, meth, heroin, Xanax, pills, all of that rob you of your life. Um, I think that people think that they can manage drugs. The truth is you cannot manage an addiction. Um, a lot of these drugs like meth and, you know, all of that takes like what one time, one time in your life is pretty much over. Um, and so, you know, I don't think anybody wakes up one day and says, I'm going to do meth, but you know, maybe they, they drink too much. Um, they having too much fun in college to where it's destructive of their life. And then they go and they, you know, move to pills and then they, um, now are addicted to Xanax and, you know, that doesn't work. So now they mix it with other stuff and, you know, that stuff spirals and you can't manage it. No one manages a drug addiction. It controls your life. Um, I think that people think because they may be middle class or they're in college or, you know, you don't want to get addicted, therefore you won't. You know, I'm not going to be a drug addict, so no. Drugs do not care, okay? It is meant to make you addicted. That's why they're called drugs. And I think that we live in this society where, you know, it's fun. You know, recreational use is a term that's used a lot. Um, <clears throat> just because it's in a song doesn't mean that that should be in your life. Um, it's dangerous, dangerous stuff, and you're playing with fire. So when you go to college, just be smart. Anywhere, I don't care where you're at, be smart um, and realize that, you know, doing pills and and all of that um, can ruin your life. It doesn't matter if you're an engineering student and you're set to make $83,000 when you graduate. Um, like I said, drug, drugs are an, an equalizer and it doesn't care how, who you are. Um, and they destroy people and they destroy families. And just thinking of how many kids in high school that have been exposed to substance abuse growing up, um, and then, that trauma of that mixed with kids that just think it's fun. Um, I mean, have fun, be responsible, but I don't think you need to, to do, I don't think, I know you don't need to do Xanax and, and drink and, you know, um, do all these things to have fun. And if you do, then maybe there's a deeper issue there. So, I'm done with that. And if you feel like you may be having that, don't give up on yourself. Go and talk to someone. And if you feel that you don't know any other coping mechanisms besides drugs or excessively drinking or anything, speak to someone. I mean, you're in in college and all that inform all that all those resources with counseling and all that is free. So definitely take advantage of um, the freedoms that you have, again, that are counseling. So don't throw your life away because you just wanted to have fun um, to some crazy extent that can literally 
just, just like nothing else matters but that stuff so just you know be smart kids so next i also want to talk about my tips that i have figure out how you talk to yourself inner dialogue is so important how we communicate with ourselves um showing ourselves love and respect i know some of you may be rolling your eyes it's not cheesy it is so important to um talk to yourself in a way that's like as if you were talking to someone you really looked up to and re respected. You know, if I have something to do and I really don't feel like doing it, me me telling myself, get up, stop being lazy, is not going to motivate me. It's just going to make me feel bad about myself and then I'm going to continue to be lazy. Um, you know, you've got to think about things. So let's put it into your guys' perspective. Say you have to study for this class and it's hard and you don't want to do it. You're avoiding it because it's hard. Tell yourself, look, I need to do this because doing well on this test is the micro step that I need to take to do well in this class, to do well in this major, to get a degree, to have this career. You know, connect your task to your overall goal. I need to do this. Not only that, I know I'm smart enough. I know when I open up this textbook and I start studying and I start looking over my notes, I know that I will grasp it. It's just going to take me a little bit of time. I've got this. You'll start to get up a little bit. So definitely watch how you talk to yourself. Don't be so harsh with yourself. You know, you people don't really respond well to other people that are very you know, Simon Cowell's, no one really likes them. Hearing, if Simon Cowell were to judge me right now, I'd probably go out in tears. So why talk to yourself that way? Do not be your own worst enemy. Be your number one support system. So that's all the tips that I have today, guys. I really hope you enjoyed our podcast. And next week we will go into um, business majors, which I'm really excited about because that was my undergrad. Um, again, congratulations to all the students that are going to be taking engineering courses or thinking about engineering courses. Um, you guys are rock stars. Seriously, math, physics, those are very intimidating courses. Um, but if it's something that you love and you're good at, or maybe something that you're not naturally good at, but you find it interesting and you know that if you work hard and study hard, you'll be great at it, good for all of you. And also, hold on, just because you're good at math does not mean you're good at like meeting the demands of a college course. I think a lot of people who are really smart um, think that they don't have to study as hard. Or you're not going to remember all these details that are in the textbook that are going to be on the on the test. You know, you have competency, which is great. Um, but you have to prove it. And that is through memorizing things that are going to be on an exam and proving that you are competent. So I think that a lot of people who are who are smart and that, you know, are gifted in science or in any subject, um, they really think that they don't have to try as hard. Um, but there is this good old quote that hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. So just don't get caught up, guys. Um, but congratulations to all the kids that are looking to be engineers. Definitely start taking any robotics courses. I know a lot of high schools nowadays have um, after-school programs for kids that are interested in engineering. Um, again, like 
engineering is in such a big demand. So definitely reach out to courses that you're not in in high school right now that do provide some type of um, exposure to um, the engineering curriculum. So good luck to you all and I will see you in the next podcast. Bye.